Let me tell you about a couple of my favorite CrossFit Games workouts. And if you haven't been watching the games for a really long time, these are good events to go back and watch because they're really exciting, they're very interesting, they're very unique. They stand out amongst the games programming, which generally stands out as being like really good anyway, right? And uh, the first one is the Burden Run, which is probably, I mean, it's like, it's hard to say exactly because there's so many great moments, but it's probably my favorite CrossFit Games workout that's ever shown up. Uh, Burden Run was from 2013. It is a 2.1 mile run. Uh, then it's a, a pig flip for 100 yards. Then it's like a log carry for a little bit. And then it's a sled pull to the finish line. And it's really interesting because it, it's like this creative way of using this physicality and capacity that gets developed by CrossFitters that's applied into really unique implements and a really unique test, right? It's a middle distance run, so you kind of get your heart rate up, and then it's this heavy pig flip. Pig is basically uh, a tire that you can weigh on each side, and this was before Rogue even had that little like red boxy like version of the pig. It was just like the skeleton of the pig that they put like plates on. And then they picked up a log. So like they run around the campus and they come into the track and there's the pigs all lined up and then they pick up the pigs and start flipping them across. And then they go at the end of the line, there's logs and they pick up their log and then they carry their log on their shoulder into the soccer stadium. Thousands of screaming fans hanging out there to watch everyone come in. The, the Kalipa comes in first grabs his sled, harnesses himself in, and just drags that thing all the way across the field. It's very fun, it's a very interesting, it's a very creative event. It's an event that has a lot of personality, right? It's not just go run for a while. It's not just go row a marathon, it, it, which you know probably you could argue has their own place in this type of testing, but that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying in terms of like my favorite events, the events that are really unique, the events that are really interesting, the events that have a lot of personality and character. Another one that comes to mind would be 2014. In 2014, there was an event at the beach and it was swimming, kettlebell thrusters, and burpees in the sand. So they would swim a distance, it was like out and around the pier, and then they'd come back and do some kettlebell thrusters and burpees, like just face in the sand, very Navy SEAL-esque, getting you know wet and sandy. Then they would swim around the pier a couple times and come back and do more burpees and kettlebell thrusters and then finish off with another swim. It's a cool event. It's a very interesting way of doing this whole, you know, like Castro loves to use uh, MGW, monostructural gymnastics weightlifting. He likes to use that as sort of his paradigm around which he programs all these workouts. And that is exactly what the beach is. It's MGW. And that's kind of what we saw with the burden run, which is more like just monostructural and weightlifting, not a lot of gymnastics in that. But either way, my point is you can have this way of constructing these events that have a lot of personality. They're very different, very unique. They stand out even amongst workouts that stand out, which are most of the CrossFit Games workouts. And here we are at the 2021 CrossFit Games, just a few weeks away, three weeks away. And we're starting to learn a little bit more about how it's gonna be structured and what to expect. It seems like it's gonna be 15 events because it's the 15th anniversary of the CrossFit Games. Uh, we're going back to Madison. And what is it that we've seen in Madison pretty much every single year? Swimming and paddleboarding. And uh, I mean, maybe paddleboarding might be 
stretching what we learned a little bit too far, right? Castro came out and basically said event one for the 2020 CrossFit Games is going to swim a long distance and paddle an even longer distance. And I don't know why that is still a thing that still happens at the games. I mean, think of it this way. The last time that we were in Madison was 2019 CrossFit Games. They, they did all the cuts. They cut down to 10. They had 10 athletes. 10 athletes. That's it. Just one heat's worth of athletes, basically. 10 athletes. And with those 10 athletes, one of the very like unique, ultimate, perfect tests of their fitness that they made them do was a thousand meter swim, a thousand meter paddle. I mean, that's pretty boring. That's, that's pretty boring. And it's not like there aren't interesting workouts being programmed outside of that, right? I mean, in 2020 CrossFit Games, we saw a bunch of really interesting workouts. The swimming event at the 2020 CrossFit Games had intervals built in. It was slam ball, GHD, assault bike, swimming from one implement to the other, and then you did it backwards and the other. It was really interesting. And then we're back to swimming and paddle boarding. What, what, is, what is happening? Why is, this, why is this like the weird twilight zone that we're living in right now? How do you have both of those things? How, how, do, you have, how do you have the same guy that wrote swimming and burpees and kettlebell thrusters, which is like a variation, a gamesified variation of very, very common CrossFit workout? How common is that, by the way? How common is... Some sort of monostructural plus thrusters and burpees. Happy Star in 2021 was running and burpees and thrusters. Burpees and thrusters showed up in the 2014 Open. Burpees and thrusters have shown up in several Opens since then. That is a combination that Dave loves and he loves putting it out there and there's always going to be some variation of it. Maybe it's going to be ski erg and burpees and thrusters. Maybe it's going to be uh, rowing and burpees to a large target and increasing weight thrusters. Who knows? Like there's a million different ways of writing that same workout over and over again to test the best athletes in the CrossFit space. And that's exactly what we've seen happen. And yet at the same time, one of the things that he's like latched onto that just, he won't let go of is swimming and paddling like the just most ferociously boring combination of things that you could ask anybody to do, especially when they're just, it's just going to be the same finish that we've seen so many times in the past with Tia, like just lighting up the entire field, men and women, all of it. I don't know what the escalation is going to be. Maybe there's going to be a very, very long distance. Maybe there's going to be some variation of paddling that we haven't seen in the past. Maybe they're going to have like a 40 minute AMRAP of swimming a distance in open water and then a 90 minute AMRAP of paddling a distance in open water. And maybe that's going to be a big mental test of keeping them you know, on their toes for this really long event that has them in the water for the entire time. Who knows? I don't know. My point here is that the same guy that wrote these like really unique and powerful and interesting and personality filled, very character heavy events that we'd never seen the likes of and haven't seen the likes of since is now just like myopically focused 
on swimming and paddling as like some perfect example of how you test whatever it is that swimming and paddling tests. And it makes no sense to me. I also just watched this morning a video on Juji Mufu's YouTube channel where he and Eric Bugenhagen, the booge, the boogs, whatever you pronounce that, Boogs came out and was like, hey, you're, all your machines are really boring. It was a big comedy bit. It was really funny. All your machines are really boring. And then he came up with essentially what would be like a very cool CrossFit Games workout right on the spot, just sort of looking around Juji's property. It was like, here's a big pile of rocks. Well, first you're going to grab a, a rock the size of like your skull and you're going to slam it into the dirt. 10 times or a dozen times and then you're going to pick up that rock that's like the size of your torso and you're going to run it around the building and then juji runs it into the the gym and he lies on a bench and he does some bench press with it and then they run it back and then they go throw a rock and then they'd like do i don't know like prison bunny hops like squat jumps all the way up a hill and then they duck walk back and jump on it's like this like whole series of events movements very unique very different not re not something you can necessarily recreate inside of a gym but something that gets very much uh testing what you can develop inside of a gym and what you can learn and cultivate through this whole like training methodology that leads you to the crossfit games and here we are when the guy who wrote interesting workouts not really doing that so much with certain things and then a couple of YouTube stars who are like super jacked and, and like into bodybuilding or screaming while sniffing ammonia are also, they're just, they're coming up with more interesting things than the guy whose job it is to come up with interesting things and we are just going to probably see the athletes swim and paddle for a little while. And that's just going to be the start of the 2021 CrossFit Games. And aren't you just so excited? Aren't you just so pumped to get to watch the athletes swim and paddle again in Madison? It, it's like it's contractually obligated that they have to swim and paddle in Madison. That's almost, that is almost what it feels like. It almost feels like they're contractually obligated to swim and paddle because Madison does like an Ironman there or something.